Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Trivia Rewrites. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in once again. On this week's episode, a couple questions for you at the top of the show. What are hippopotamuses doing in their non-native habitat all the way in South America? The Gallup poll shows the COVID is no longer the number one concern of the country. So what is? And uh, other questions that we will make sure to cover in this week's episode is Budweiser will not be airing a commercial during the Super Bowl, but will instead be using their money to fund awareness for what cause? Thanks again for tuning in this week. Hope you enjoy the show. Don't forget, if you have anything that you would like to let us know about, to reach out, or any questions you have for us, we can be reached at our email, which is trivialrewrites at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at trivialrewrites. Thank you so much for tuning in, and without any further ado, let's get on into this week's episode of Trivia Rewrites. Welcome to Trivia Rewrites, where we look at how the news is changing trivia. Today is Wednesday, January 27th, 2021. I'm your host, Demo, and this is my co-host, Hibbs. What up? How's it going? I almost... We were talking about the the letters at the end of a number to make it like 27th, and I almost said something weird at the end of that, because I just was thinking about it too much, but... Like what? 20... 27ths. 27th? You want to break up 27th of January into 7th? Yes. Yes. 27th. I don't know. It just looks weird with the TH next to it now, but I know that's correct. What would um, you like it to be? If you had to choose a, what's that, a suffix? Is, are the little tiny letters see, suffixes? I don't even know. I don't even know. What are they called? If you had to choose Postfix? what it would be. Su- yeah, it's got to be suffix, right? But but it's, it not, it's not even like, it's like the letters that if you spelled out the number... You would put at the end, but if you had to choose, like, like if you had Luke, to change the th, <laughs> they're probably called like ordinal suffixes or something like that. I don't know. I'm just making this up. Anyway, this is a show where we look at how the news is changing trivia. Whether there's something that's happened for the first time in history, or uh, something's occurred and a new record has been set. Um, but to start us off, Hibbs, you have some this day in history type questions for us. I do. Before I get to that, I've come across two interesting little tidbits here. All right. You were close. They're called the actual TH, T-H-N-D-R-D, like yep. seventh, first, second, whatever, all that stuff. They're called superscript ordinals. Okay. So you were close. And then in my Googling, I also found, this is kind of unrelated, but funny, or not funny, but interesting, <laughs> uh, <laughs> letters that go below the uh, letters uh that letter that below. extends below the baseline of a font okay yeah so like a y yes the little the tail of the y yep that not the whole letter but descender? just that bit it's called a descender yeah, yeah. So yeah. you knew you knew what a descender was not yeah. just like a comic book character yeah descenders and ascenders i mean i'm sure i was told that at one point but i don't that was out immediately yeah it's not i mean it's just stupid word that you might know but yeah, well, chalk it up to stupid words that Demo knows. That should be a segment. New segment, stupid words that Demo knows. Or says, thinking he knows what they mean, and then they actually mean something else, because that happens Ooh. fairly often, too. Anyway. It does. This day in history. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh Mother Teresa and, uh, what was it? Oh, shoot. Uh, oh, what did I forget? I, dearth. We had dearth and we had uh, dearth. servitude. Servitude, yes. Right, like back to back. 
Yes. Completely wrong. <laughs> All right, moving on. This day in history, January 27th, 1785. Okay. The first public university in the United States is founded. Still open today. What is this university? Public university. First public university of the United States. Hmm. 1785. Hmm, that's pretty old. Somewhere. Yeah. All the old ones that I'm thinking of are like private elite ones, so it's can't be one of those. Right. It's got to be something. Their mascot is the bulldog. Oh, um, is it Georgetown? No. Oh, you're close. George Washington? Close. <laughs> kind of cl- close, not as close. <laughs> what is it? University of Georgia. Oh, oh, okay. I was getting to, I was thinking like Upper East Coast for some reason. But yeah, oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, you're not, I mean, your, th- your thought process is right as well because they, they take a lot of like their, even like their campus architecture and stuff like that and like the, uh, uh, like the sidewalks and like the mapping of the campus is taken from, I think, I believe it's Yale. Like, so it's like, it's called like the Public Ivy League because it's very close to Yale and stuff like that. Huh. But a, uh, a related University of Georgia question here. Yep. If you were to play at this football's uh, stadium, their football stadium, what would be the quo- colloquial term or like the nickname that they have for playing at the University of Georgia's field? Do you know? The, the dog pound or dog house? Ooh, that would be better. It's, uh, <laughs> it's referred to as playing between the hedges. Oh, they yeah, because the, they got those hedges. Yeah. Dang it. The Chinese mm. privet hedges or privet hedges. I don't know. It might be French. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. University of <laughs> That's University a of good Georgia. trivia fact. I did not know the. I think I'd probably have heard university. that before, but that's a good one. Probably. If anyone had, it would be you. Um, moving on to 1880. What famous inventor receives a patent for their incandescent lamp? Edison. Thomas Edison. That's correct. That's a quick one. Uh, don't need to touch any more on Thomas Edison. He gets enough. Enough light as it is. <laughs> 1967, a treaty was signed in Washington, D.C. that banned the, the deployment of nuclear weapons for storage in space and limited the moon as well as other celestial bodies to be used for peaceful purposes only. Mm. This treaty was signed by the Soviet Union, the United States, and the United Kingdom. But what was the name given to this treaty? Like, hmm. Wasn't uh, was it Start? I know that was a, a nuclear treaty. That was an acronym for something. Mm. No, I don't think too hard about it. It's not <laughs> nothing fancy. It's nothing. Don't get crazy with it here. I don't know. Anti nuclear proliferation act. Proliferation? Yeah. What does that even mean? It was the called the Outer of... Space Treaty. Oh, it's the... just called Outer Space Treaty. <laughs> Outer Space Treaty. No nukes in space is basically what it said. Oh, which cool. the name itself isn't that interesting, but I think it's interesting that in 1967 they drew up a treaty between like the leaders of the world and declared the moon for peaceful purposes only. There like, you that's go. just such an interesting like. Hey guys, can we all agree that like no nukes in space? Like it's, it's a very sci-fi ish. I thought it was interesting. I thought yeah, it was a very no, sci-fi mm. historical moment. Um, the Outer Space Treaty. Outer, yeah. I mean, you were getting way. I mean, you get this is Washington proliferation. Here. Yeah, no. Google it. <laughs> Two syllables only in in our country's capital. Uh, proliferation. And it just means like the spread of. 
something. I like to proliferate peanut butter, and then I proliferate a little bit of jelly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rapid increase in numbers. Oh, oh, okay. So it's more a like, large number of something. I got it. So I don't proliferate. So I was peanut wrong butter. again. Stumped <laughs> once again. Uh, okay. I don't pro- proliferate peanut butter or jelly. Is that it? I made it. No, no, no. You got two more for you. Two more. Okay, go ahead. January 27th, 1973. The end of the Vietnam War officially comes to a close with the signing of what? A treaty. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Moving on. Uh, What was the name of it? A lot of treaties in this day in history, too. Treaty of Saigon? I don't know where it was signed. Uh, Treaty of Paris? Paris Peace Accords. Oh, Paris Paris. Peace Accords. Okay. I I would have given it to you that. Uh, and then 1984, King of Pop, Michael Jackson's hair catches fire Ooh. when a onset pyrotechnic discharges at the wrong time during the shooting of a commercial. What product was the commercial that was being filmed for? It's the taste of a new generation, Hibs. Pepsi. Was it? Yeah. Pepsi Cola. Yeah. That was a big... Uh... Some people think that played into his, like, a lot of his later health issues because it got him addicted to, like, painkillers and stuff. Opioids. Yeah, yeah, I read that. I was like, that's a little bit of a str- I mean, like... I mean, I'm sure I'm not it probably to did at the time. I don't know that it, like, carried with him forever, but it definitely... He was addicted yeah, to I them mean, for like, a while. I don't want to downplay, like, the, the dangers of opi- opioid addiction or anything like that. Like, that's definitely not... I, it's definitely a real thing, but, like... I mean, I'm sure that man led a hefty party life that i don't i mean i don't know yeah but pepsi caught his hair on fire and killed him pepsi killed michael jackson now we're done that's it that's the end of this day in history excellent good questions i like those thank you i'm just trying to change it up a little little pizzazz yeah okay so now we're going to move on to the trivia rewrites portion of the show so this is where we've looked at current events from the past week and uh Try to come up with some interesting questions about them. So I've got several sports questions to start I have us off. one sports question. Okay, so you, so you go can, first and then I'll... Yeah, you'll sneak it in there. Mine's a quick one. Mine's a... Okay. Steph Curry... Oh, mine's going to be really fast. <laughs> ...has passed which Hall of Famer for the second most three-pointers in NBA history? Reggie Miller. And very good. Do you know who the all-time leader in three-pointers is? Ray Allen. Ray Allen. Boom. Did you see that story as well? I did. Yeah, I did. I mean, I, I knew <laughs> I knew Ray Allen anyway because not so much anymore, but back in like 2000, 2010, 2011, 2012, that like kind of three-year stretch, like <laughs> everyone was a huge LeBron fan mm-hmm. and I, I couldn't stand him. I don't, I don't mind him now. But everyone loved LeBron. He, he thought they were like, and I just didn't think it was that great of a player at the time. And because of Ray Allen, like that led to one of my reasons for like my disdain of of LeBron at the time. Because when he was on the Heat, they would like run plays through him to get oh, a yeah. three yeah. pointer at the. And I was like, you you have a living legend on your team. Like let Ray Allen take the game winning step back he does a step back fadeaway three-pointer in the corner to win it for the heat and it's like yeah that's why you run the play through the record holder the best to ever shoot three-pointers is on your team you're gonna run through somebody else my disdain for lebron james is why i know that ray allen is the all-time leader by like 400 or something like that right he has a pretty good buffer well so uh, steph Steph curry with one i mean potentially just one season will probably pass ray allen one full full season of his but 
That's crazy. It's the new NBA. Um, okay, keeping with the NBA, one more little tidbit here. Uh, for the first time in NBA history, two women officiated the same game on Monday night. Natalie Sago and Jenna Schroeder will be part of the officiating crew uh, for the contest between the Charlotte Hornets and the Orlando Magic. Um, do you know which year the NBA first began using female referees? I'll give you a range. I'll give you a couple years either either side here. Okay, okay. Um, I believe it's like relatively recently too. Um, I would guess like 2017. So it's actually 20 years before that, 1997. Really? Dee Kantner and Violet Palmer were the first women to be hired as full-time referees in 97. And then uh, Kantner... Uh, left the league in 2002, which left Palmer as the lone referee for the next 12 seasons until 2016-17. And currently, there are five women who are full-time referees in the NBA. Interesting. Crazy. Yeah. I did not know that. I wonder why there's not more. I wonder if it's like a quota thing, or, you know, if like the, the NBA is trying to be like, I don't see, know. we like women too, or if it's like... So like we got one, we don't need any more. Or if it's like just no, no, no. We got one, we don't need any more. I feel like that mindset is was like probably what held it back for so long. It was kind of just like, well, we have the one, we don't need to do more. Yeah. But like we're we, we're now not, I we're, think we're it's not finally becoming a little more, a little yeah, more. Yeah, I would. But uh, okay, from yeah, the if NBA, anyone that has the attention to detail to call the correct foul, it's going to be a woman. So like, yeah, definitely get the get them in there because the refs nowadays are just like they, <laughs> they're terrible. I don't like refs. From NBA referees to NFL officials. So Sarah Thomas already made history when she became the first female, uh, permanent female official in 2015. And she was also the first female to officiate a playoff game uh, in 2019. Uh, But now she's been selected as part of the officiating crew for Super Bowl 55, which is going to happen on February 7th. Uh, Do you know where Super Bowl 55 is taking place? (laughs) That's the question. Ooh, big, big lead up. Um, fifty-five. Isn't it in Tampa Bay? I don't know. Is it? I, my my guess is Tampa Bay. It is in Tampa, Tampa, Florida. Yeah. Uh, she will be one of the. She'll be the down judge as part of a crew of eight. Apparently, down Do you, judge. What's that? I don't know. It's one of the officials. I'm looking it up. Keep going. Do you know when the last time the Super Bowl has been in Tampa five times, I believe? Do you know when the last time that it was in Tampa? 2006. <laughs> Not bad. 2009 between the Steelers Cardinals. And then this year's Super Bowl, because it's in Tampa, it's the first Super Bowl ever with the team whose stadium it is will be playing in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. So no team has ever played at home in a Super Bowl because it's usually at just a random site. And it's never happened where the team made it to the Super Bowl at their home stadium, and now it has. So, yeah. Since its opening prior to the 1998 season, do you know which Florida investment bank and financial services company has held the naming rights to Tampa's stadium? What's the name of the Buccaneers' home stadium? TD Ameritrade? Good guess. That's all I got. It's, (laughs) It's a person's name. It's called Raymond James Stadium. Raymond James Stadium. Yep. Fascinating. The down judge. Yes. I'm assuming they're in charge of calling <laughs> downs. downs. I forgot that like that's a <laughs> the NFL runs off of like first down, second down, third down. I was like, down judge down of what? Down like on the field? Are they all down judges? Nope. 
They're just in charge of downs and among, amongst other things, but I won't go into detail. They just sit there and count to four the whole game. <laughs> just make sure that's it. How many? You have two more, you said. You want to do one of yours? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, you took my sports one, so we had great minds think alike. Yes. Um, it's kind of an interesting one here, completely going rogue. Um, <laughs> the current question here in the country of Colombia. Okay, cool. Relocation or castration? Seems to be the debate among scientists and officials in Colombia regarding a group of non-native hippopotamuses. Oh. Back in the 1980s, three hippos, two female and one male, were brought to Colombia as a part of a private zoo. But researchers have stated this past week that the population has now grown to be as many as 80, much more than doubling in population since the count of 2012 revealed there to be only 35. Now, my question to you is... (laughs) Who originally (laughs) owned this private zoo that would introduce this foreign species? Wasn't it uh, Pablo Escobar? (laughs) Pablo (laughs) Escobar, world-renowned cocaine smuggler. That's amazing. I thought that was incredible. That like he was like, I want hippos, and I don't think he sounded like that. I don't think that's what exactly he sounded like. But the man had so much cocaine money. Now there's he eighty hippos. (laughs) In Colombia, eighty hippos, wild, rough, like I mean, they're just roaming the wild. Like they're not like in a zoo or anything. They're like in the river. Yeah, and like the the odd thing about it, the funny thing that like when I was reading about it is that like you would think they're not. I mean, it's kind of like weird, kind of a harsh thing to say, I guess. But you would think like the simple answer is they're non-native to the area. We don't want a python alligator situation like we have down in florida where we have two top of food chain people like we don't want them to destroy so like as sad as it is why don't we like you could just kill them but like scientists are actually kind of looking at these south american hippos to maybe potentially save the species as a whole because in africa they're apparently like not doing so hot and so it's like well don't kill them because we still got those down there if we need so like we Mm. might see them eventually get imported back into africa in order to like revamp their native habitat huh but it seems like pablo escobar yeah interesting apparently the people of south of columbia like kind of are like fond of them like they're they're okay with them being around which is odd because i've heard that like hippos are like no, super yeah. territorial yeah. and like you don't mess with them i would not want to be anywhere near a hippo maybe really? a cocaine hippo is like maybe oddly like cocaine like docile's down i don't hippos. know i'm pretty sure Pablo Escobar. we're doing the cocaine but no definitely have you seen a, a hippo's nostril they, they can hit a line like <laughs> no problem i'm sure they could just just an entire brick i bet they're snorting bricks on bricks all right enough of that <laughs> Speaking of foreign countries, yeah, which Middle Eastern country will close Ben Gurion International Airport, its only major airport, for at least a week, authorities say, effectively sealing itself off from international travel in a bid to vaccinate more of its population before new variants of the coronavirus take hold. Middle Eastern country, Ben Gurion International Airport. What a genius idea. That is like, that is government, like, how do we vaccinate more people? And we, like, we need, we need the infrastructure to vaccinate as many people as possible. We also need to shut down travel. How about we use the infrastructure of the, of the airport, shut down travel and you get more Oh, I don't know if out. they're even doing that, but what you're saying. I don't know if they're using oh. the airport to vaccinate. I that thought they were like sense, using, but 
I think they're just closing the airport just to close. Yeah, travel. load them up on the on the luggage carousels and just like. <laughs> yeah, genius. That would work. Um, I can give you more hint. I don't know if it'd be too much of a hint, but I can. Well, my first guess. I want to. I want to have okay, a couple yeah. guesses. Yep. Uh, my first guess is Iran. Okay, you're not correct. Okay. Um, ben, my second guess. Ben Gurion. You say that like I know Middle well, Eastern Well, think languages. about the name Ben. Ben? I mean, would that does that fit in the Middle East or is it kind of what what? <laughs> I don't okay. like it when you give me hints that I okay. don't understand. I can give you the name of their prime minister. That's gonna help. Yeah, sure. His name is Benjamin. <laughs> Net- oh yes, Netanyahu. Netanyahu. I don't know, man. Maybe like Bahrain or uh, I don't know. Wow, I have no idea. Uh, Israel is the answer. Ben's oh. a nice, strong Jewish name. Benjamin. But Israel only has they only have, like the one major airport. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know you said major, but well, it's a pretty small country. Pretty small country. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. It's their only international airport, according to the office of Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, there will be a few exceptions, including cargo flights, medical evacuations, and firefighting flights. But that makes sense. Uh, other than that, closed for international travel for now. Awesome. Ben Gurion, by the way, I didn't know this, but Ben Gurion, he was the primary national founder of the state of Israel and the first prime minister. Hmm. So there you go. Interesting. Uh, well, I have a COVID vaccine related question for you as well. All right, let's do it. Uh, what global business has been recruited by the governor's office of Washington, Washington State? To help facilitate the efficient rollout of the COVID-19 vaccine. Global business? Yeah. Amazon? Ooh. FedEx? Nope. Nope. Um, where did Your, you say it was? Sorry. The governor's office of Washington has so reached somewhere out. somewhere in Washington. I thought, okay, yeah. Amazon was a good guess, but not good enough. It was a good guess. It was a good guess in the sense that it's a global, Seattle... Global business. <laughs> You're really being Washington-based global business. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Costco. No. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of any other question for no, you. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Or a hint, not question, a hint. Um, Starbucks. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it was because like, cause of their... I think it's more of like getting people in and out. Like, how can we... So they're going to be giving vaccines at Starbucks. No, 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 no. Sorry, okay. like but they are like high. Like the governor's office has hired eleven people from Starbucks to like, hey, oh, run okay. the numbers for us. Okay, show us how we can be as efficient as possible. Got it. But I mean, they should be using Starbucks to give. Like, if you could just put a nurse here, just, your, you just know. slip it in people's coffee. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, just yeah, just dump it in there. Just dump it in there, like fluoride in the water. Just if it worked that way, that'd be awesome. Yeah, but, it doesn't, but. If only. I don't think um, mRNA can be ingested through the uh, di- digestive tract. Well, um, but yeah, Starbucks is the largest coffee chain in the world, mm-hmm. as you might have guessed. Mm. But if they wanted to reach out to the second and third largest coffee chains in the world, who would they reach out to? Ooh, okay. Well, so how are you, how are you measuring? Uh, ranked as, according to the Wikipedia article that I found, number of stores worldwide. That just do coffee? Or because I feel like, like for example, McDonald's no, no, no. probably serves a lot of coffee, and they probably have okay, more locations than Starbucks. Um, but, well, I mean Starbucks, yeah, okay. Like they're like things that are known coffee, for coffee. Yeah, they're like a coffee shop. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. How about um, like coffee bean? I don't know. Oh, no. Dunkin' Donuts? Dunkin' Donuts is the well, second. See, yeah, number they two. have like food now too, though. So it's like. Yeah, but the... so does Starbucks by definition. How about um, Tim Hortons? But, uh, Tim Hortons. There you go. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Dunkin' and Tim. Dunkin' Tim. That's all. That's all I had for that question. Very good. Well, from one large drink producing company to another, <laughs> we're talking advertising and Budweiser. Budweiser will not run a commercial during the Super Bowl for the first time in 37 years. Instead, it will channel money into raising awareness for what? I think I saw this one as well, and it was the COVID vaccine, right? Or like the vaccination. Boom. You got it. Those two questions nice. were pretty coherent, pretty synced up. So apparently Budweiser shifting money that they would have spent on a commercial slot, a reported $5.6 million um, for a February 7th event to support critical COVID-19 vaccine awareness and other donations for future ad campaigns. So there you go. And other donations for future ad campaigns? They gave money to like the ad council to run ads for like waging awareness for the vaccine. Oh, okay. So it's gotcha. like instead of a Budweiser commercial, there might be a commercial for like... Right, right. No, I understand what you're saying now. I interpreted that originally as like mm. they were setting up this foundation so you could like give them money for future Budweiser commercials. <laughs> and I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm sure some people would do it, but yeah. Nope. Probably. Um, but okay. Awesome. I didn't have a follow up there. Just I just thought that was interesting and those tied together well. Politics now. Ooh, let's do it. According to a new Gallup poll, which asked, what do you think is the most important problem facing the country today? The coronavirus is no longer the top-breaking concern. So every month since every month since last June, the coronavirus was the number one ranking concern in this poll. Which problem led this month's poll with over 29% of or respondents making it their top concern. Do you understand the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. So the question again is, what do you think mm. is the most important problem facing the country today? And they're pretty broad. Like, they, they're they not super specific. Yeah, Some sure. of them are... I would guess that the the reported question is either, is either, like, police brutality or, like, racism. That's mm. a pretty broad one. So I've got the top five here. Racism is here, but it's only... 10% of people said racism and that's fourth. Is it is it multiple choice or is it I think they I mean I don't know, but there was about you could pull up the the data and there was like 30 things listed and a lot of them were some could be pretty specific, but there's like a sure. lump they lump them together kind of to get Cuz I would say like like social media influence or like mm. big tech could could be an issue, could be seen as an issue um from like a, the amount of power that, that big tech has, as well as like any Joe Schmo's ability to put anything they want up on big tech, like from both mm. sides, from both perspectives can be seen as an issue. Um, what did you say racism ranked? If we had to rank <laughs> it is, racism. Uh, fourth. People see all the, saw that fourth. as the fourth biggest the fourth, issue. Fourth biggest issue. Yeah. Uh, the economy. Just So all economic problems were only 9%. So I'll give it to you here. Okay. The yeah, number yeah. one thing, 29% of Americans said government slash poor leadership was the most important problem facing the country. And then 
After that, we had coronavirus and other diseases all grouped together. Uh, number three, unifying the country, which is pretty similar to that first one, I guess. But And then race relations slash racism, economic problems, and then all these are kind of less than 5% now. Elections and election reform, lack of respect for each other, and ethics, morals, and family decline. <laughs> we're, we're all down at the bottom there. Man. But yeah, government ethics. slash poor leadership. Thanks, Joe who, Biden. <laughs> we're one month in, and now yeah. 29% <laughs> of people think the problem's government. Oh, man. Which, I mean, it makes sense considering how, like, what is it? What I think I saw a poll. That's probably wrong, but I think like 48% of voting Americans believe that the election was rigged or yeah, something like that. Yeah, close to 40, I thought. But yeah, is yeah. Yep. But uh, but elections and election reform is only four. Well, it's because there's no point dwelling on the past. We gotta, we gotta. But you'd think we gotta be higher on. if that was a bigger issue. But I, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's, so it's yeah, crazy. this is the first time since last June that coronavirus is not the biggest, biggest fear in people's minds. I guess or the biggest problem people see. It's good. We're on the up and up. I got yeah. The vaccine, just the announcement of the vaccine. There seemed to be a lot of like, like a communal. A lot of people are like, oh. We're out of the woods. It's like, well, okay, yeah, sure. Maybe. Still got to get it. Still got to administer it. You still got to keep Gives track of people who has hope, it. Though, a little bit, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, the people that were healing from it should have been the hope. But okay. Speaking of hope, final question. Yeah. The new hope. We're talking lotteries. <laughs> which All right. <laughs> gives people hope, maybe. Uh, which two multi-state lotteries simultaneously had jackpots above $700 million for the first time in history. So what are the two big multi-state lotteries? I bet whoever won the lottery, their biggest issue was like <laughs> government taxes. We need to lower those taxes. Yeah. Um, it was a, it was, it was a, it was like Iowa or something like that. Uh, I, I, I don't so know. I'm just looking for the names of the lotteries. There's there's like ones oh, that run all over the country. Yeah, yeah. Powerball was one of them. Powerball's it? one. And then what's the other Powerball? big one? The Mega Millions. There you go. Mega Millions. Yes. Did you ever buy a ticket? Did you play? I have bought a lottery ticket one time and it was last time. It was actually, I think it, was, it says October 2018 was when the Mega Millions was 1.5 billion. Mm -hmm. And I think I bought a ticket that week. <laughs> But I've never played since then. Why not? Yeah. Um, well, I bought it because I was at, at my old job. They're doing a pool, and I was like, "I'll be super pissed if they all win and I'm not a part of it." Like, I'd be mad. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I just kind of had to buy it to like hedge myself. You're looking for that participation trophy. Yeah. Well, That's I would. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the first time that they've both been over 700 million for a combined total prize of 1.6 billion which is the highest combined jackpots since october of 2018 where they were 1.5 billion jeez um it's a lot of money so the both of these run in 45 of the 50 u.s states do you want to take a stab at any of the five states that might not run these these big multi-state lotteries hmm, okay, okay i would say one of them would be difficult to guess Two make sense, and then two sort of have their own separate, unique reasons because of the kind of state that they are that they wouldn't run a lottery. So, Alaska, Hawaii. Yep, that's two. Very good. Okay, Utah. Yes. Nice. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> I, I, don't roll, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do with this. Um, 
It would be funny, ironically, if like Nevada didn't yes, allow Nevada. Really? Let's nice. see if you can get the one that I that is just kind of a random state. I wasn't really sure why, but um, oh man, maybe like is it? It's got to be up in the northeast, right? Is it a northeast state? Nah. Okay. <laughs> um, that's funny. That oh, we'll circle back to that. Oh man, I don't know. What could it be? Who could it be now? I don't know. This may be a similar thing to like Utah's reason, but I, I don't know. I didn't look up the reason, but yeah, I don't I mean, like Oklahoma, Oklahoma has lottery. Um, I don't know. Missouri, something like that. Good guess. It's Alabama. Alabama. I don't know why. Interesting. But the, the other ones made sense. Like Alaska, Hawaii, probably just because they're pretty unique in being states anyway. And then Nevada, I think, probably wouldn't want like a statewide gambling thing to take away from other gambling that they have in the state. This is right, all speculation. Sure, and then Utah, yeah. probably just religious. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that I don't sense. know. I mean, I'm just pure speculation on those because I didn't really dig into it. But there I'll you go. It. You got I'll four will... for five. Pretty good. It. I will take it. I wonder if uh, Alaska and Hawaii don't want it because of how much money goes to the government and because they're so far away, they're like... We don't see we don't see near the yeah, amount of return on I don't that know. investment. That could be. That could be. I'm not sure. Because it's not it shouldn't be like a distance thing because I mean like especially now with everything being electronic. Yeah, but. it's probably financial, but I don't know how the money's works in those big lotteries anyway. But hmm. yeah, there you go. Good one to end on. Um Yeah. That's all the questions I have. Do you you don't have anything else? No more questions from me. You, my only other sports one uh we shared, the Reggie Miller, Steph Curry, Ray Allen. Nice. Uh, no hot seat this week, but no. I wanted to change the hot seat segment a little bit. We're going to do it a little bit differently next week. We're going to pick one topic between us, and we're just going to look up interesting stuff about it and sort of take turns asking each other interesting or telling each other interesting facts about it. Just trivial so, riffing. Trivial riffing, yeah. Or scatting, maybe. 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 Anyway, we're going to do it on Pope Francis and the papacy in general. All popes. Maybe maybe Vatican City a little bit too, where the pope lives. Anything relating to the pope. Anything, yes. We're just going to look up some interesting facts and have a little fun with it. But uh, (laughs) that's the plan for next week. Um, If you like that idea for a hot seat, (laughs) <laughs> or you don't like the idea that we're doing with the hot seat, why don't you let us know? Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Trivia Rewrites or shoot us an email to TriviaRewrites at gmail.com. We're looking for new ideas for segments, new questions, new topic ideas. Any comment you have about the show, we'd love to hear from you. But yeah, the Pope next week on Trivia Rewrites. All the Popes. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to add before we sign off here? I wonder if the Pope will ever be a woman. Because that like, by would be a long time. Like, because I don't think you can even be in the Catholic clergy unless you're a man right now. So it would take a long time for them are, to get up there. You know, are nuns not clergy? No, they're I'm like a lot. they're not considered. They're not like part of the clergy technically. I have I have some research to do because, uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. Should be good. Cool. Well. That's all we have for this week. We appreciate everyone for listening, especially those listeners who've sent us tweets and emails. But we will talk to you all next week.
Take it easy.